With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Log Talk Radio.
insult. I just I just wasn't sure. Wow. I think we're much funnier than them. You think we're funnier than them? I funny yeah. wasn't the word that first came to mind. <laughs> what was? Um more entertaining. Uh more real. Um, I feel like my suits are a lot better than Steve's. I feel like your jokes are a lot better than Tommy's. And we both choose to have low haircuts. We're not so old that, you know, alopecia and balding are set in. <laughs> Very well said. You my man, though. I know how you feel about people comparing you to other guys that you don't find quite as funny. So it didn't really make a difference who was being compared to who. I said I'm going to wait till we get on air so I can get Q's opinion about you. Since you're the host of the show, though I do most of the talking, I have no choice but to think that you were being compared to Steve Harvey. So how do you feel about that? I don't Steve Harvey. You know that. Yes, I do know that. That can't be it. You can't say one sentence and then and then just sit there. That, that, that can't be it. What? Also, oh, this is this is when you do the the bite the tongue thing. You don't really have a lot to say. You don't want to jeopardize any future meetings with Steve. You want him to buy the book, right? Well, you know. All I will say is that I think that we put out a very good product, and I think we are very difficult to compare. I agree, and especially after the last time I listened to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and it was Friday, and I guess he plays, like, classic soul music, or I guess you could, like, the old, like, 60s, 70s, upbeat soul, like Charlie Wilson and the Gap Band and Zap Band and stuff like that, and he calls it STD. Like soul teacher in the building from that moment mm-hmm. on when that last letter was for a slang version of a word in the English language I lost all faith in the guy that hosts his family feud <laughs> like he's no longer a king of comedy this is just the guy that hosts family feud that somebody gave a microphone so that's my thoughts on it but I definitely wanted yours I wanted to see how you felt like I said you are the the, the most modest narcissistic person that I know and it's killing me right now because you, you, you leaving me hanging you didn't tell everybody how your voice is as smooth as what was it homemade gelato in June like or or water from an arctic ice glacier like you killing me right now with this you want to tell everybody why your spirits are so down or you want me to tell them Man, my spirits are not down. See, what happened, y'all? Y'all know every week Q tells y'all that he out playing basketball. <laughs> you know, he's trying to he's trying to stay young and stay fit. You know, with those of us that AARP does not have on their someone to contact list. <laughs> and he collided with someone who was still trying to get their Kobe Bryant on, and they done split his head open. Thanks. The Q-Man is nursing an injury. 
he's making it sound a lot worse than it is. I'm a soldier. I've been hurt much worse than that. Let me tell you guys, I am not squeamish. I'm not one of those people that don't like the sight of their own blood. I'm treating the Q-Man like he has the West Nile virus. (laughs) I just don't want any of that airborne contact touching me. I gotta go to work in the morning. And you know, I'm, I'm the I'm the only guy in the room right now with four other women. You know how you know how angry they would be with me if I brought germs into the room. I'm sure they would be. It's already negative twenty degrees when I go in the room anyway. The last thing you want to do is go into a really cold place and just put germs in the air. So I'm keeping my distance from the Q man. So. This is my opportunity to shout them out. So, Giovanni, Ashley, Lina, and Felicia. There's your shout out. I'm not going to get you sick tomorrow. Not that I will not have the blood of a sick person on me. <laughs> but besides that, besides your gas, and you just not feeling your regularly smooth self, what's going on with you, man? Uh, well, um... The new book is doing well. Um, you know, people are buying it. People are reading it fast. People are loving it. Uh, I've been posting the, the quotes on my Facebook page. Do you have a URL for your Facebook page yet? So you can, like, tell people how to get to your Facebook page? Oh, just type in author Krishan Davis. So for people that don't have Facebook, they're going to just go to Google and type in author Quashon Davis. Yeah, you could go to Q-Man Books. It's, it's a shame that I have to sell you for you. <laughs> hey, I want to check. I want to check. All these books are getting sold. I feel like I should be getting like 5% off every book because I, I, I make sure you sell you to sell books. Percent's a lot. Anyway, we'll discuss that off air. Besides the books, man, how's everything else? How was your weekend? Oh, it was great, man. I mean, it's Wednesday, man. What do you mean, how was your weekend? How was your week? Kill, you know, the last time you and I spoke on air was last Wednesday. It was a week ago. There's a weekend between. Did he hit you that hard? Yeah, I got hit pretty hard. I actually had a really good weekend, man. I went to a, uh, I went to a nice upscale party Saturday night in the city. Where was, where was my invitation? Alvin, you say? I said, where was my invitation? I, I was invited by someone else. It was Alvin Ailey Dance Studio, and I went and I, I rubbed elbows with some of the some of the higher class society. I met uh, I met ESPN's Chris Broussard, really nice guy. Really? Yeah, he was there. He was there with his wife, just having a good time, partying. That's great. Chris strikes me as a really, really um, down to earth guy. He definitely was. We had a nice long conversation. I told him about the book. He said he was going to check it out. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, watch this. You tell Chris Broussard about the Neo Soul Show. I gave him the business card and told him about Joe Terrence. I don't believe you. 
I believe you told Chris Broussard about your book, your website. You handed him a card that had your website on it, and you mentioned nothing about the Neil Soul Show. Actually, it clearly says X to the L on my business card. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna badger you. I had a good weekend myself. I had a good weekend myself. Kept to myself. Did some Halloween shopping. You know, I normally don't celebrate Halloween, and I'm, I'm kind of fluctuating with whether I'm gonna celebrate it this year. But I did go out and like get some candy and help some other people get some costumes like my little sister has her costumes let me take her pictures and posting that so like when I post things like if you're active on social media it doesn't make a difference if you post a picture of yourself or you post a picture of someone else people like it like it doesn't have to be you so I'm going to post a lot of pictures of other kids and other people's kids to show how active I've been for Halloween you're celebrating the devil's birthday huh Listen, I said I'm not really sure. I'm gonna eat the candy. I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my trainer's advice. I'm gonna dress up for work tomorrow as a poor college student. That's gonna be my Halloween costume. I'm not gonna trick or treat, but I will work the door. For the last few years, I didn't work the door. Like they would ring the bell, and I would get tired of ringing the bell. So I just left the candy out on the steps. So I'm gonna actually work the door and be nice this year and just so you know your former dog is going to be left outside for Halloween <laughs> to ward off in all evil spirits dear Lex about that dog that is Satan's dog <laughs> but enough of getting to know you past few things I want to talk to you about I had, a gr- I had a great conversation today at work and I wanted to get your opinion on it so we're going to talk about that but first things first I got to talk about the things that make you man happy so you know your boy Alan Iverson retired today need to know how you feel or your thoughts about that career finally coming to an end appropriately are you kidding right now no I'm I'm very serious around noon today he retired officially I didn't know he was still playing he I'll tell you the same thing I told everyone else who said that today he was playing overseas, he was in China, he was in Europe, he had tried out for a few teams. He wasn't actively in the NBA, but he had not retired either. Mm-hmm. But you the big bat you the big basketball fan of, of the two of us. You gotta have some comments, some thoughts or something on Alan Iverson hanging it up for good. Uh, when he was at his best, great play. But he has been his best for a long time. So, good career. That's about it, man. <laughs> talking to talking to a few females, and they only know Allen Iverson for his troubles. But like, you know, they saw him and was like, you know, talking about the baby mother situation, the alimony, the child support, the recent alcohol issues that he's had. I feel for the brother, man, because. You know, my, my age demographic and my generation, we don't really know Michael in his prime because we were, we were still under 10 at that time. If anything, we were bandwagon fans just because the Bulls were winning championships. But the superstars that we knew, you know, Shaq, Kobe when he was younger, and Allen Iverson, that, that was the superstars in the NBA for us. So to see all the rest of those guys, you know, they retire, it's a, it's a big deal 
when they retire, the city still loves them, the team loves them, and then you see Allen, who kind of was just a way in obscurity and going through these, these this really really tough time. When his when his jersey was retired, like it came off as an intervention. So it's just it's, it's just real sad to see you know where he is and how far he's come. But I'm glad to see he looks better. Um, his wife was with him today at the um the retirement press conference. That's a good sign. Um, you know his kids look happy and. It looks good. Like maybe you know this won't be the end. I just hope that there's no reality TV show that comes from that. Mm-hmm. You know, AI on AI. Like don't need to don't need to see it, hear it, none of that. I'm surprised that's all you got to say though. Yeah, man, he ain't been in the news in forever. So somebody got to be relevant in the news for you to have an opinion about him. Oh, I mean. What can you say about yeah? You know, I mean, he had a great career. I'm off you there, guy. So you, I'm off you. So yesterday, yesterday marked the one year anniversary of um, Hurricane Sandy hit New Jersey yesterday. Can I get some type of thought from you that's more than 140 characters? (laughs) Well, I mean, I didn't have power for two weeks. Um. Very difficult time for a lot of people. I'm sure that's one of those memories that you'll never forget. Very, very, uh, very rough time. I remember going outside that morning to see what happened, and it was a possum hiding in the garbage, scared to death. <laughs> a possum was hiding in the garbage? We can. He had crawled in there in the middle of them while everything was going on, I guess. You were so descriptive. I ask anybody else about Hurricane Sandy, they'll say a car, like they'll say the water, they'll say a whole lot of things. The only person I know that would find the rodent of the animal world and how it was quivering in, in a place it normally destroys. <laughs> Only you. I can't with you. But um, I agree. Um, big, big, big moment. Um, I, I just feel blessed that I wasn't here physically in New Jersey. When it happened, I happened to be in the only part of New York that wasn't really hit, Flushing, Queens. Um, we just got a little rain. There was some wind. I actually thought it was a fluke until I woke up the next day and saw the news. Um, and I'll always remember being a part of you know, the different movements and things that were going on. Um, shout out to Angelina Pavarnik of the Jersey Shore. Did a lot of things out in Staten Island. And, um, you know, we hooked up and did a radio telethon over at Rutgers North and WRNU and raised $1,000 in 24 hours um, for the relief effort and meeting all of the people that we got a chance to meet, speaking with Mayor Booker and all of the different artists that, that reached out, donated, and, and had their fans donate and... I think outside of the devastation itself, that's something that's always going to remain with me. Because, you know, I always have to like human beings just have this innate need to be a part of something. And for the first time in my life, I felt like that was the thing that I needed to be a part of. And being a driving force in that meant a lot. And I remember coming back and doing the show. You know, you and I did the show. I can't remember who the guest was because talking about Sandy kind of took 
you know, both of our moms when we did the show that week. And, you know, just blessed. I think just being able to say last year, Sandy hit, no, you did a show last year and you're still doing a show now. I don't know if it makes a little blessed to say that, you know, we have the fans and the listeners and the numbers to continue to do this every single week. I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get sentimental because Q man left his smoothness at home. <laughs> oh, you, man. I don't know, I'm chilling man, I'm in a good mood. Last thing, we're gonna get into some music tonight. We got some music to play, we're gonna do some giveaways as well. Before we came on air, we're gonna talk Neo Soul music. Do not think y'all gonna have us for, you know, the next forty minutes and we're not gonna talk about some really good Neo Soul music. I just need to push Q man's buttons a little bit. So earlier today, I know we don't call Q before the show. I don't do that. We, we we like to get on air. Our chemistry works best when we're just going at each other. I'll say something. He says something. I'll mention the fact that he's really, really old. He'll mention the fact that I'm really, really dark. Though I think I'm still more attractive than him. I'll mention the fact that he's a narcissist. He'll say something about my age, like, you know, bibs and diapers or something. I called in today, and we, we we had a conversation. I heard something on television about Deion Sanders, all-pro cornerback in the NFL, saying that he felt that he could stop Calvin Johnson, the wide receiver of the Detroit Lions. And I mentioned this to Q-Man, and the argument of the generational gap ensued. <laughs> Please tell these people what you said and how you felt about the conversation. Deion Sanders is the greatest cornerback of all time, and he would have no problem stopping Calvin Johnson. And I had to remind Q Man that Deion Sanders in his prom never faced the type of African American athletes that we create today. These six foot four, six foot five, two hundred and twenty plus, yet run like gazelle wide receivers. In his time, he was facing arguably the greatest wide receiver of all time, Jerry Rice, and, and also Michael Irvin and Sterling Sharp and Q Man named a whole lot of other people that use walkers now. They were finesse players. They they weren't they weren't tough, they weren't big, they weren't intimidating, and I think that a part of Dion's allure was that he was able to intimidate and antagonize those players, things that I don't think he'd be able to do to the guy that we call Megatron. Have you ever seen Michael Irvin? Have I ever seen Michael Irvin when he's not wearing those extremely bright, yes, I used to do some type of narcotic suit? Michael Irvin is a big, strong guy. And he's 6'3". I'm questioning how you know how strong Michael Irvin is. You must not have really seen that guy. I met Michael Irvin once at Newark Airport, and like he, did, he didn't strike me as a, a very, very strong guy. Hmm. Did you ever see the movie The Longest Yard? Yes, Quash, but most black men in, in prison strike you as being strong. It doesn't speak much to him being a strong person. It's just I just think that it's like it's like me saying 
on my best day in my prime, you couldn't stop me on your best day in your prime. You, you, y'all played basketball in a totally different era than when I was a kid playing basketball. You know, y'all played like prison, no blood, no foul. I come from the generation where hand checking is a foul. Don't touch me with your off hand. That's a foul. <laughs> so you come from a generation of you're not dunking on me. I'm a bridge you. And we come from a generation of it's all about facial, facials and, and posterizing. And so we just come from a different era. It's, it's just really hard. And like like we also said, it's like saying LeBron playing Jordan. Who would win? They're from two totally different eras. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's really hard to say, but the fact that you so vehemently believe in Deion Sanders—have you seen his feet? Like, do you think his feet looked like that in the '90s? You think he could stop somebody? Thank you, Barry. And the room agree with me. Mega, Megatron cannot be stopped. He would stop him with no problem. Can it's we get a caller or a chatter to weigh in on this? What, we, what, I, what I can do, what I can do, Fred Flintstone, I'll put it in the chat room and I'll put it on Twitter, and we will see what any other person has to say. And anybody listening on your phone in the chat room, feel free to join the conversation. If you're on your phone, press one. We'll let you know that we're gonna bring you on before I bring you on. Phone number three four seven two three seven five two one two. Please call in and let Q Man know that just because someone claims to be prime time and the greatest does not actually mean that they are. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> well, what are we gonna do right now? In the meantime, in between time, we do have some neo soul things to get back to, and I still gotta talk to you about that conversation that I had at work today about you know racial tensions. That you know how I get when people mention Tyler Perry. I gotta talk to you about that conversation, how that went, but don't play some music. We got four songs tonight. It is a Neo Soul Show. Just because we have a guest don't mean we're not gonna play music. We have music tonight from one of your favorite guests, um, Waterseed, who will be interviewing with, you know, our favorite XPDL staff member, Sister Sweet. She'll be doing a live interview with Waterseed on their new album. You know, so she was gracious enough to share with us a couple of songs that she really, really liked. So we're going to play Show Work Improve off of their newest project. And also, our favorite, Margot B, who's starring on HBO's Boardwalk Empire. She is going to be the featured artist at XTL.com. So, you know, we figured it'd be a great time to get back into her music. And I actually wanted to do a trivia giveaway later in the show. We give away a CD live at the Hazlitt Theater. Is Barry in the chat room? Barry's in the chat room, so you can go holler at him in the he's chat your, room. He's your age, though, so I'm nervous, but Barry, weigh in on this Deion Sanders thing. He did already. He said Megatron cannot, Megatron cannot stop. <laughs> I'm not with you. We'll take, we'll take care of that in the chat room. We'll get <laughs> to the music. Age. Anyway, we'll get to the music. Show work improved from What Is He and the cover falling to pieces from Margot B. It's the Neil Soul Show. We'll be right back. Still alive, but I'm barely breathing. Just praying to God that I don't believe it. Cause I got time while he's got freedom. Cause when a heart breaks, no, it don't break even. 
best days will waste time on my words. He finally found a girl that's gonna put him first. Well, I'm wide awake, he's no problem sleeping. Cause when a heart breaks, no, it don't break even, even though. What am I supposed to do when the best part of me was always what am I supposed to say when I'm all chucked up and you're okay? I'm falling to pieces, yeah. I'm falling to pieces, yeah. You yeah. say bad things happen for a reason. No wise words gonna stop the bleeding He's moved on and I'm still grieving Cause when a heart breaks, no, it don't break even No What am I supposed to do when the best part of me was always you? What am I supposed to say when I'm all choked up and you're okay? I'm falling to The pain you took your suitcase out of the plane Trying to hold on to what little remains Oh, cause you left me with no love And no love to my name I'm still alive but I'm barely breathing Just praying to a guy that I don't believe in Cause I got time while he's got freedom when a heart breaks, no, it don't break No, it don't break, no, it don't break even What am I supposed to do when the best part of me was always you? What am I supposed to say when I'm all choked up and you're okay? I'm falling to pieces, yeah I'm falling to
Improve from Waterseed on their latest album, Wonder Love 2. And before that, we had Fallen to Pieces from Margo D. Shout out to Margo and Miles at Righteous Music and Darian Dean. Mars and Margo stopped by the Circle of Sisters booth. As I mentioned, Margo is playing Tony Maitland. It's a character's name on Boardwalk Empire. Just had a really big uh, big episode this past Sunday. You been watching the show, Q? I have not. You told Margo to state you were going to watch the show, too. Honest guy. I'm going to get to it. The lies. You lie to, you lie to her, you lie to anyone. <laughs> so before we left, we were having a conversation. We'll get back to it. I posted it on Twitter. Posted it on Facebook. Hope Q man out if you believe that Deion Sanders could shut down Calvin Johnson. Not gonna spend a whole lot of time on that. I just I will just see if you have anyone that agrees with you. Because you know most of our listeners are not sports fans. They're not gonna bore them with the fact that you just want to hold on. You know most of you you over the hill guys. You just want to hold on to your proms and you say things out the side of your neck. Anyone that has any sense would agree with me. Well, it's out there again. Three four seven two three seven five two one two. Feel free, press one. Tell me I'm wrong. Or you just join the chat where blogtalkradio.com/slash/x2l and you just click the live show. Uh, once again, I, I didn't mention it earlier. Shout out to everybody that's listening. Shout out to Sister Sweet, Target Barry, everybody in the chat room, everybody listening on your cell phone, or your mobile device. We love, we we appreciate the love immensely. Here we gotta do some Neil's old stuff before I get back and say anything else that you might want to discuss. Okay. So, first and foremost, before we came on the show, gotta get your opinion on this. This is a little more your generation, it's just a sweet. In the chat room, I was scrolling through the TV, you know, trying to get my Neo Soul zone. I was listening to some music on iTunes and flipping through some channels. I stumbled on TV One, and they were doing Heavy D's Unsung today. Oh, and. Funny. And it kind of struck me. Unsung is kind of the show for people that didn't really get the credit that they deserved as an artist. So I wanted to ask you, do you feel that Heavy D and the Boys deserved an unsung episode? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Heavy D and his prime actually was that good. So, that's, but that's my point. We, like, Heavy D is not a, a unknown name, and Heavy D and the boys are not a group that we're not aware of. So my question to you is, again, I don't want to make it, I really don't want to make it an age thing, but I, I just know the hits that I know from anything that had a video or somebody mentioning him, you know, stuff like that. I'm not going to sit there and act like I really know how great Heavy D was. So I'm asking you. Was were they really so prominent that for them not to be mentioned now would make them unsung? Oh, see, I thought unsung just uh, did things on just various artists. I didn't know there was a criteria. Yeah, unsung chooses artists who were very, very prominent at a time and pretty much kind of remained prominent or remained very noticeable within music but they didn't keep the same popularity like David Ruffin has had an unsung Freddie Jackson's had an unsung you know like people that had prominence had big hits but their career continued 
but their popularity necessarily didn't. So for Heavy D to have one, that was a little, little shocking to me. Mm-hmm. And since I know that, you know, you were on the party scene, so, you know, you was probably out there with your boys and you was dark skin heavy. I just wanted to know how you felt about that. Well, I was a Heavy D fan, so chance to, to to see something or some sort of aspect of them that I didn't know would, would have been me. So I would say give them an unsung. I, I'm a big heavy D. Okay. I mean, I enjoyed it. I caught it a little bit late. Everybody was already old, you know, was talking about um, how how they believe he contracted the um, the walking pneumonia that um, claims his life. But, you know, I just, I, I know him as the guy that was on the uptown and the big guy that could move and I, I still remember the music and you know I'm not that old I'm still not that young either I remember the music just you know I like to get I, I love to get your opinion on on, on things I just I feel like you just have a wealth of knowledge well Heavy D and his group it actually was an interesting story because you know Heavy D and the boys they they would then you remember well you may not remember but they had the we got our own thing and all all that stuff and then um one of the you remember well I keep saying remember like you would remember but one of the boys had died I think he fell out a window when they were goofing around or something like that I remember the story yeah so their story is actually interesting but he had a lot of talent. Heavy D or the boy that fell out the window? Heavy D. He was ahead of his time. And as you know, I've heard that that before and, you know, things of that nature. So, again, wanted to get your opinion on it. I think Unsung is a show that everybody should watch, especially if you're a fan of soul music. It's always a, a soul artist being recaptured or or talked about, or it sounds very eerie to you know this thing that we do every third Wednesday. It sounds a lot like the Wednesday Rewind, but you know we we do it a lot better. But it's a really really good show, and um, the heavy D thing was just a really really good look. So I definitely want to point that out. Uh, shout out to our soul sister, that's not V. She came up in conversation today. Everyone who knows T Mitch knows that I am not a fan of anything. Ratchet or reality TV show related. Not a fan. I don't do it. I feel like life is a reality television show for everyone in heaven. Anything other than that should not be on television. I say that to say I did happen to catch a reality TV episode yesterday. I, I caught it yesterday. It didn't come on yesterday. But I caught it yesterday. It was Loving Hip Hop New York. Don't ask Quaj. Don't ask what it is. Don't ask me why I was watching it. It just happened. It was on my television. And just as I was about to change the channel, I heard an SNIV song playing on Love and Hip Hop. Wow. And that's a, that's, that's, a, that's a big look. It's a big look for her. Just six months ago, she was on Mob Watch singing at one of their funerals on the show. And now, as much as I hate to say it, this prominently watched reality television show is featuring her latest single, What You Need, 
from her album Exit E. And, you know, kudos to her. Big shout out to Yaya and SNIV. Um, I, I sent a tweet out to them, you know, congratulations on the Love and Hip Hop thing. And just, you know, you and I were on that bandwagon almost two years ago. Next to the L, I already interviewed SNIV. The Neo Souls had already interviewed SNIV. We already saw her live performance. So to see her gaining, you know, the prominence and the attention that she is now, and she's on Music Choice for all of the Comcast cable watchers. It's a big thing. So, again, congratulations. Big shout out to our sister SNIV. Um, our other sister from across the pond over in Australia, Jasmine Amari is doing uh, really, really big things. She has been nominated for a slew of awards over in Australia, and they're currently doing voting for the Australian Independent Music Awards. And she's been nominated for a lot of awards. So she, she's up for, I think, um, a pop category. She's up for a neo-soul category. And she's up for an urban category. There's also the People's Choice Award, and Yasmin has um, she's been tweeting about it. And she has information up on Facebook, and don't worry, Q, I've already voted on our behalf for Yasmin Amari. Um, she did ask that you know we we spread the word, so you guys can go to musicoz.org. It should bring up Music OZ presents Australian Independent Music Awards. Click the 2013 entrance. Click the letter Y, and Yasmin Amari is the first to come up and vote for Yasmin. Um, Q and I don't vouch many artists, um, especially artists that we haven't, you know, hung out with or met outside of the interview that we we've done on the show with them. But Yasmin is just one of those spirits that that we connected with. Um, people that listen to it, or our listeners who religiously listen to the Neo Soul Show will remember that was the very first time you ever heard Q get really excited to talk to a guest. You know, he's like, she's a Leo, she's a poet, she was really into the lioness thing, like he just really got excited and the fact that she called into the show from Australia. So she's a, a, a really great person, really down to earth, great artist. We've played her music numerous times on the show, so Again, it's musicoz.org, 2013 entrance. And why for Yasmin, Amari, vote for her and help her continue to chase her dream. Q, we miss Micah at Billy's Black this past Friday. Uh, so Micah was looking for us in the audience and um, we, we, we weren't there. For reasons unknown, I won't discuss on air. We weren't there, but Mike is going to be at Blues Alley next month down in D.C. on November 26th. It's Mike Chevalier. She's going to be performing um, November 26th. And I heard that Regina Bell is going to be performing at Blues Alley on November 1st. So, you know, anybody in the D.C. area has a couple of shows you might want to... You might want to catch. I might just slide down there. I got a lot of friends in D.C. I haven't seen in a long time. I need to get down there and catch up with them. I know I'm in training right now. I'm not going to skip any days, but I just might not go over my, my stuff this weekend. I think I'm just going to go to D.C. and just have a good time down there. And I think the last thing I have here is um our good friend Ife that has that, that song that you like to bring up inappropriately 
on the show. Ife Thomas is going to be performing at the Langston Hughes Performing Art Institute in Seattle on November 2nd and November 16th. And Ife is finally, let me not say finally, Ife is wrapping up our album. So we reached out to Ife a while ago after we had our first interview with her. Yeah, back on the show, and Ife wanted to make sure that she had an album together and all her tours set up before she started taking any more interviews. So it's good to hear that she is ready to probably start doing interviews again so we can get her back on the show so I can tell her how much you love that song, too. <laughs> so that's what, that's, that's what I got, man. That's what I got. That's what's going on. And Neil Soul, as we mentioned, you know, we're playing music from Watersea tonight um, off their new project, Wonder Love 2. And Q-Man is in this chat room. He is just begging and dying for someone to agree with him on this Beyonce and this Calvin Johnson thing. Of course, you young Must be kidding me. I don't know what you said, but speak into the microphone. I said, of course you young guys are going to say Megatron. Where's, where's... Nah, I don't want to put you on the spot like that. For sure, what do you mean? Go ahead. Is, is your dad around? Yeah, see, you said it did that. Yeah, you said it did that. No, I apologize. Yeah, you said it did that. Yeah. I just said, I don't want to say you know, yeah. tell me to say it. Yeah. You, you know I'm a mama's boy and everything. I don't even like that you brought him up. We just not even, I'm moving on. We ain't even going to talk about it. I had a conversation today at work, and uh-huh. it was a really, really good conversation. It was one of those conversations that you and I would like because it was one of those conversations that bettered our people as a group, and it wasn't one of those conversations that, like, beat our people down by promoting negativity and ignorance. Now, it started off as a funny conversation because it was one of those conversations like, you know, hey, yeah, Kevin Hart's funny. You know, I don't think Kevin Hart is funny, so I immediately jumped in. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, gave, gave my opinion. I think Kevin Hart's a fool. I think he's silly. I don't think he's funny. I don't, I don't think his jokes are funny. I think that we literally laugh at his pain. We do that all the time. When misery kind of loves mm-hmm. company, we're going through something, and we see someone going through something worse, that's funny. So, right. You know, right. we laugh at him. Just, I just don't think he's a funny guy. I don't really watch The Real Husbands of Hollywood. I think it's a dumb concept for a show when 50% of the people on the show aren't married. So um, that kind of grew because we were talking about um, the comment that Chris Rock made on the show about him being famous and Kevin Hart being black famous. And it and the conversation grew from there about, you know, the reality that there shouldn't be a term or a phrase like black famous, but it's the world that we live in. You know, we don't say black famous because white people look at it as black famous, but that's what you are. You only are relevant to a certain demographic. It's just what you are. And I don't I don't think that most comedians today, like your Kevin Hart, your Cat Williams, your Mike Evans, all which were named in this conversation, can't cross over the way your, your, your Chris Rocks, your Eddie Murphys, even your Eddie Griffins. And your Richard Pryor's little cosies, they can't cross over like that and, and do movies that multiple genres and races of people will go see or do stand-ups that multiple genres of people will listen to. So, in the speaking about black entertainers who are successful that have crossed over, Tyler Perry was mentioned. 
and you know that something boils deep inside me with disdain for Tyler Perry. So, without really getting into how I feel he's a reverse racist and all of the stuff with the dark and light stand in his movies, I thought about you because I was asked, you know, being a dark skin guy myself, and for those that don't know, I have a problem with Tyler Perry because what he portrays to our people always seems to show dark skinned men in a bad light and light skinned men in a good light. And, and no matter what movie you mention, I can find some way that dark is wrong and light is, is right. And I, if you can do it in every movie, I don't think it's coincidence. So I was asked, you know, is that something that I, I think of a lot or I see a lot? And I did mention that as a, as a dark skinned guy, I've always had issues with light skinned guys. They've never had to do anything to me. I've just always had issues with them. And Q, you know, I playfully have said to you on many occasions, the 80s are over. I'm the cute one in the group. <laughs> so it made me think it was something that I wanted your opinion on. This is, this is definitely a topic that, you know, you and I playfully jest about. Like when Anthony David was on the show a while ago and you told him, I told him you was light-skinned, and you said, no, you're dark-skinned. You're like two shades away from Kevin Garnett. This is something that we play with all the time, but I definitely wanted your opinion on the topic because I kind of got quiet while the topic was being mentioned, you know, um, in the circle that I was in, not because I didn't have anything to say, but because I knew I was going to talk about it later tonight, but I definitely wanted your opinion on that. The light skin, dark skin? Yeah, yeah or just, just, just the, how, how we are, we, we're racialized. With, with, with everything to the point where a comedian can't just be funny but they can be funny to only a certain demographic like I'd like mm. you could even go as far as to say that our show being a neo soul show is not mm-hmm. necessarily set up for demographics outside of African Americans because outside of that demographic not too many people listen to soul music or neo soul music so I guess just the fact that we have that, that racialization in the world today. That's topic. Yes, it is. I actually did a show. But, you know, just to quickly touch on what you said, though, Tyler Perry, you know, he, she said about him completely. It definitely is a path with him. Mm. Mark, you're you're very right. But I mean, he does always have the fat black mom. <laughs> yes, he does. So, you know, he, yeah. So he he definitely uh, does that. You in that you that. But yeah, kind of. I mean, these guys, they used to be when Eddie Murphy and Red Fox and Richard Pryor, those days are over. So, you know. I, 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 I agree. But but on a whole, like I just, like there's a comment in the chat room, shout out to Celeste Holloway, thank you for commenting. She said, not many people in the U.S., but abroad, like soul music is not necessarily big here in the United States, but it is bigger abroad, which is why artists like Robin Thicke and Adele can have international success. 
I don't disagree with your comment, but I also think your comment kind of makes my point because the two artists that you named are not African American artists. So let's so, Holloway, what's going on? What are you doing in there? She's she's being a great listener. Hi Celeste. But again, it kind of makes my point that it's 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 kind of that thing that is still racialized. Like I can I can I like we could look at that and say, well, I see why Robin thinking Adele can have international success, but why is it taking S N I P so long? to get over like like why did it take Jill Scott so long to get on why isn't Lettucey as big as she should be mm-hmm. or when I say algebra and people still think I'm talking about a math problem <laughs> you feel me so like I, 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 don't, I don't I don't think what I'm saying is fact or law I'm just it came up today in conversation and I think it applies much more than it does in, in comedy like what our conversation was about in comedy or movies, I think it, I, I think it transcends into a lot of what we do. Mm-hmm. And I, I love how that's all you have. Mm-hmm. Hey man, these are the types of things. We only got three minutes left. These are the types of things I'll be going on and on about. That's why I'm like, you should have brought that up early. Yeah, I said it, man, but it's one of those things where, you know, you tell certain people, listen to the show, I'm going to bring that topic up, and then you have to hold it to the end of the show to make sure that they stay on and listen to the entire show. Yeah. So, wow. since, we, since we only have two minutes left, do what you need to do for everything that's going on this weekend. Um, if you guys have not gotten my new book, The Dirty Circle, on spot right now, all you got to do is check it what everybody's saying on reading it in one day if you're not a if you are a weekend I will be signing a couple different you can check out my Facebook or my Twitter page if you want to know where and if you need it but you live far away Celeste Holloway you can order one at www.qmanbook.com and it will ship to you It'll get to you as soon as it gets to you. Q man is happening. We have a serious end with the quality with Mike. So with the show getting ready to end next week on the Neo Soul Show, we're gonna get back into the in rotation playlist. We're gonna have our first listeners in rotation playlist. Kiki Rodriguez was super front to the show. It's going to come on the show, be live on air with the Q man and myself and bring to us the music that she has in rotation. And if I'm not mistaken, the mighty ox, Tarika Berry, is going to also bring us an in rotation playlist later in November. I believe that is it. That's what we got. November's going to be a big month, man. Trying to figure out what I'm going to do with um, that third Wednesday of the month when we bring Mike, Mike Bone back and see who we spotlight for the Wednesday Rewind. Um, definitely catch up with us. That's um, November 2nd. It's going to be a book signing. Q Man is doing a book signing at where, Q? Dragonfly? Dragonfly on Saturday night. Dragonfly in Linden. Um, I will be there with him, so you know, he comes stop by and meet us both again. Definitely, it's all about him. I'm just a cute one on the side. And November third at Delightful Cake Creations, we'll be signing books there as well. So again, we'll catch you all next week. And Uncle, please get us out of here like you like to. You mentioned myself. We will be next week where we will try to do better. Until then, check out xpdl.com, check out Q-Man Books. Don't forget to love Neo Soul Music, and we are out of here.
Yeah, shout out to my life station crew. See y'all tomorrow. Good night, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.